Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast from Avila Presbyterian Church on Tuesday, the 1st of June 2021. Welcome, everyone, as we come together this evening uh, to praise God, to recognize of His faithfulness in all that we face, to recognize the great and lasting treasure that we have in Jesus' name. This evening, uh, our clerk of session, uh, Mr. Brian Turtle, is going to bring us a little reflection of the year and all the things that we have faced through uh, the COVID pandemic, and I'm very grateful for him uh, doing this for us. But as we come together, uh, as we begin this evening, let me uh, just highlight as well again that our building is open now on Sunday mornings. Uh, we are continuing to come uh, to uh, church and uh, if you are thinking about coming uh, please do let Brian know before f- uh, five o'clock on Friday if you're coming for the first time this just helps us to get organized with seating and um, through uh, these weeks but it has been a great joy uh, just to see people coming back into the church building uh, and it is a real encouragement just to be together again as God's people Obviously, if you are unable to come out, uh, you can still access our YouTube channel and you can watch the service online as well. Well, as we come uh, together this evening, I want to read these words uh, from Psalm 67 as we begin our service this evening. A psalm, a song. Psalm 67, verse 1. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. That your ways may be known on earth, that your salvation among all the nations. As we come together this evening, we recognise as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, that we may know his faithfulness in our lives. And that we may look uh, to be that light to the world around us. That others may see what it means to trust in him. As we think of this, let us come to our God in prayer as we begin. Heavenly Father, we recognise your goodness and joy working in our lives. And so, Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening. Lord, recognising that you are the one who directs and guides. You are the one, Lord, who we may find everlasting hope in. And Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening, recognising how easily it is to fall away from you, how easily it is to become entangled with the temporary riches of our world. And help us, Heavenly Father, Put your Holy Spirit into our lives so that we may have that awareness of what it means, Lord, to follow you, to have a hunger, Lord, to be with your people, to have a hunger to do the things that you have called us to do. For we recognise, Heavenly Father, a restlessness in our earthly lives. That Lord, as we look um, to um, 
live our lives, if we are living them for ourselves, if we are looking just inward and what we can get out of life, we will never find that great and lasting promises that you have given to us. We may never experience your great and lasting power. And so we pray this evening that we have that awareness of what it means to trust in you, to continue to look outward and what it means uh, to follow you and to be uh, that witness of you in the world around us. Help us, Lord, to know of your goodness and love working in our lives. Lord, we ask these things in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, before Brian uh, comes to speak to us, we're going to listen to our first item of praise. The praise is entitled, By Faith We See the Hand of God. It is a Getty piece, but this evening it's going to be sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family.
Hi everyone, uh, Robert has asked me for this week's podcast to talk about my perceptions of the COVID pandemic and its impact on our church. I suppose like everyone else, my curiosity was drawn uh, to the Chinese problem with the first case on November the 17th, 2019. It's explosive growth in Huanan, it's naming by the World Health Organization on February the 11th, 2020 as COVID-19 and its arrival here via Italy in March. The thing that made it so shocking was that the virus was spread through the air and its transmissibility was such that like the Spanish flu of 1918, its growth was exponential. The awful nature of the disease, with large numbers of people hospitalised, ventilated, dependent on our dedicated hospital staff, made it frightening. Matters were made worse when we saw that grieving families in our country, province and even in our church were unable to care for their affected relatives or even mourn properly for those who had died. suppose the first question that came to mind was, why? In these early stages of the pandemic, I believe God gave me some verses to think about. The first were some verses from Romans 8, where we hear, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that all things in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Again in Psalm 55 we read, As for me I will call to God, and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning and noon I cry out in distress, and he hears my voice and he rescues me unharmed from the battle waged against me. God who is enthroned from of old, who does not change. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. Another verse is, And then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And here are the important words. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So I suppose our first response really after hearing those verses was to pray and we prayed. And then things got busy. As a session we met and established some clear aims. Firstly, to find ways to sustain the worship of God and Bible teaching during cycles of lockdowns and easing of restrictions. Secondly, to establish a system of enhanced pastoral and practical care, especially for those more vulnerable and on their own. Thirdly, to sustain the church financially through new ways of giving. And four, within government and PCI guidelines to maximise the opportunities to keep people in touch with each other and to allow access to the church itself whenever possible. In relation to sustaining worship and teaching, the Reverend Robert hit the ground running. 
He disappeared into the internet in his study at home and reappeared with ideas about YouTube, live streams, podcasts, availability of Christian music, for example, the Gettys and Jonathan Ray. Things went up a gear when helped by the fact that we were already we'd already identified Ray Sound as the company we would be working with. Uh, the live streaming camera and PC and streaming technology arrived in the church and we all began to enjoy the feel of being in church and worshipping together while still being at home. In relation to pastoral care, uh, the new and older session members established a list of members that we felt were in need of pastoral care, contact and support, and we commenced phoning them and, where necessary, arranging the pickup of deliveries of supplies of food and medication. In relation to the financing of the church, we wrote to members asking them uh, to switch to uh, contributing electronically. And more than half of the congregation, including many who were totally unfamiliar with electronic transactions, responded to that call. Quite an answer to prayer. In relation to the final issue, we all became aware that uh, not only how important phone contact, YouTube and Zoom could be in encouraging one another, but when Ina introduced our church WhatsApp group, a whole new level of communication burst into life with sharing of Bible passages, favourite worship songs, jokes, birthday wishes, photographs, particularly of Mount Stuart and sunsets, and announcements of services and podcasts and coffee mornings. If I look back and think, what have I learned? Well, God keeps his promises. Uh, He said that he would be with us. He said that uh, we are not to be overly concerned, but to trust and rely on him and make our requests known to him. And that's what we did. While post-COVID is not the same, We have been able to maximise opportunities for worship and Bible teaching through YouTube and podcasts. Pre-pandemic, 140 people came to church on Sunday mornings. Now 60 come physically at the moment to church. We hope more will join them soon. But most weeks in excess of 200 people watch the stream services. So God's word is getting into more homes than before. In a conversation with the Reverend John Carlyle, He was astonished as to how many members of the church were now taking part in services, welcoming people, singing, playing, reading, praying and leading praise, something he felt he had been unable to achieve. I have been amazed that in a year where many of the congregation have had their movements restricted, a whole new level of fellowship has been developed. I believe there are opportunities still. I believe many people who have been impacted medically, socially and financially by COVID out there in the community are suffering. While we have had a great God, many don't know him. And as things ease, both as a church and individuals, we can be God's light and salt, sharing how God has sustained us and what he means to us, to these folk. Given that services and podcasts can now be accessed 24-7, we need to see how sharing access to them uh, can be another outreach for our our church. The sharing of Bible versus praise items 
and what's going on in our lives on the church WhatsApp group has been important in sustaining our fellowship and faith over the last year. But it's just a taster of what could be achieved if we deepened our relationships using the model of the small groups that some of us are involved in. There's clearly an opportunity to let others in our families, streets and places of work see our fellowship and mutual support and want to be part of us, thus creating an opportunity for God's Holy Spirit to work in their hearts, drawing them to him. I'm just going to close now with a few words of encouragement from 1 Peter. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for one another, love one another deeply from the heart. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received his mercy. Amen. Oh
Thank you, Brian, uh, for those words uh, of reflection as we think of the year that we have lived through. It's hard to believe, isn't it, uh, that so much time has passed through this pandemic uh, and we uh, now are looking at coming out of it and the opportunities that we have and really an opportunity to, to rebuild uh, and to think afresh of what God is doing. That praise uh, that was sung uh, just after Brian spoke to us, Come behold the wondrous mystery. Recognising God's power. Recognising what it means to be part uh, of his church. And to know uh, of that joy of following him in life. Well, as we uh, come to the end of our podcast, as we always do, uh, we look to bring one another to God in prayer. And as we do that, uh, I want to read uh, these words uh, as we uh, started this evening looking at Psalm 67. I'm going to read uh, the remaining verses of this psalm, starting from verse 3. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its harvest. And God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us. And all the ends of the earth will fear him. It is a wonderful prayer, isn't it? Uh, to have that awareness of people coming to God, of looking to draw people closer to him, of knowing what it means that there is that harvest, there is uh, that calling of people uh, to come to respond uh, to God's message, to respond to that message of Jesus in people's lives. And as we take this time this evening to pray for one another, let us pray that people may praise God, that they may respond to that gospel message. Let us come before God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we approach your throne of grace this evening, Lord, what a wonderful place this is to know that in Jesus' name we are welcome and, Lord, we may experience you, the God of all creation, directing and guiding our lives. Lord, we thank you for this. Lord, we thank you that you are the one who speaks so powerfully through your word and you are the one, Lord, who can bring new birth into our lives. New birth, Lord, of a life full uh, of uh, honouring you, of uh, a life 
that means that we are right with you. That we may not card away in our sin. That we may not think, Lord, about what it means to prove ourselves to you. But that we are made right in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for what you have done for us. And Lord, as we uh, look to others this evening, as we want to lift up before you those uh, who are hurting in life, Lord, we pray that they may come to rest in you, that they may know your name is the one that is to be proclaimed. Your name, Lord, is the one that they can trust in. And Lord, we lift up before you those who are mourning loss of loved ones, those who have experienced ill health over these days, those, Lord, whose lives have been radically changed because of this pandemic. And Lord, we ask, Lord, that they may have that awareness of coming to trust in you, that they may experience your comfort and your direction in life. And Lord, we want to lift up before you uh, one another this evening, recognising how easily it is to come lukewarm to the things of you, to recognise, Lord, how easy it is uh, Lord, uh, to just take um, take our foot off the gas, so to speak, and not wanting to do the things that we once did in your name. And Lord, we pray that you may continue to direct us by your Spirit, showing us what it means, Lord, to trust in you and to follow you in life. Give us a hunger, Lord to share your word with others, uh, to proclaim your name each day. And Lord, to know of the goodness and joy that we have in your loving name. Lord, we want to lift up before you our church family through these days as well. Lord, as we have experienced much change and as we continue, Lord, to rethink about what it means, Lord, uh, to be your church family uh, as we come out of this pandemic, as we take those fresh opportunities that are given, as we think afresh about what it means to be your people, help us know, Lord, of your faithfulness working in our lives. Give us a voice of proclaiming Jesus, Lord, uh, to the world around us. For, Lord, we long uh, to have that awareness, Lord, of your name being glorified, of people trusting in you, and Lord, lives being changed in Jesus' name. Lord, we bring all these things before you, knowing that it is in you, Lord, that these changes may happen. And Lord, we ask all these things now, in Jesus' loving name, amen. Well, thank you everyone uh, for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed our podcast this evening. Uh, may you know God's rich blessing in the week ahead. And we close now this evening with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.